In this episode of BTS, we're talking about BTS breaking all of the records. We're talking about Jungkook and Jimin's birthday celebrations, RM making Billboard chart history, the lack of a Halloween video this year, and the video Save Me surpassing 300 million views on YouTube. Join us for all this and more. Let's get it. army what's going on we're back for another episode we're excited to share what they've been up to i well personally i'm excited that they have actually slowed down a little bit so we can catch our breath i know me too our last whirlwind of an episode was a little bit on the longer side so much <laughs> happened um erica was traveling and all of this stuff happened within like three days and we just kind of had to get it all out we wanted to talk about it so if you listened thank you we appreciate it and we'll try to uh keep this one uh, to the point today yeah so let's go right into it so in our last episode we talked a little bit about a preview of a new song that bts was coming out with a collaboration with steve aoki called wasted on me Right after that episode, pretty much the song um, came out. So we got to listen to the full song. And one of the things that we learned about in the song is that even though it's named like a BTS collaboration, it really is RM, Jimin, and Jungkook. But the song is still really great. Yeah, so the more I listen to it, the more I like it. I know on our last episode, I had said I wasn't sure how I felt about it yet, but I've been streaming it and playing it on repeat over and over and over again. You all know that Jungkook is my bias. I love his voice. I love his English voice. I like RM's parts. I like the lyrics. It's just a really great song. And uh, I had seen on Twitter, somebody put, it's funny because of when it came out, they put, it's a song of the summer, but it came out a little bit late for summer. And it does <laughs> seem like a very like upbeat, fun song that everybody would be playing out by the pool or something. I really like it a lot. Even though they're not all in it, you can still, you can definitely hear Jimin in the background. They're supposed to be a music video. I don't know. Steve went on air and said there's going to be a legit official music video, but I don't think he gave a date. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, so we'll be looking out for that. But yeah, I really like this song. I enjoy it. I think uh, Jungkook's voice is just so smooth on it. And, you know, he already has a beautiful voice. But like we said, with English being our native language, it's really cool to hear him, you know, sing in it. And it is a little bit different for us to hear that. Obviously, anything that they do so far has just been amazing. So, you know, no complaints. Exactly. And uh, speaking of Jungkook, uh, we know his birthday is on September the 1st, but they just released on their YouTube channel a video of his surprise birthday party. So the guys threw him a little surprise birthday party. Uh, you know, they weren't at home, so they were out on the road. Jimin, it seems like, is the one that always is holding the cake or bringing the cake to the person. And I think <laughs> he's just he's the sweetest thing. And I see him as like a little brother to me. Um, I know a lot of you guys out there, uh, he's your bias, but for me, he's more of like this cute little sweet thing and his little chubby cheeks are so cute. He, you know, he's always the one 
carrying the cake and he and J-Hope put it together and they put candles on it. And it's funny because they light the candles way too soon and they're all melting onto the cake as they're bringing it <laughs> into him. And he's always eating. So they bring it in and he has like food in his mouth. They bring it over to him. He's got to blow out his candles and we'll definitely put a link to the video. If you haven't watched it yet, it's super cute. And then Jimin also gives him a present and he gets him this really nice bag. I don't know what brand it was um, because they blur it out. So, you know, it's probably really expensive. But the cutest part of it is, you know, he opens it. Uh, he pulls out the bag. He's like, oh, this is nice. You can tell he likes it. But Jimin's so excited. He goes and grabs Jungkook's old bag, which is a camera bag. It's like an old camera bag. And that has all of his stuff in it. And Jimin pulls all of his stuff out and puts it in the new bag for him. And it's just such a cute, (laughs) they're so cute. It's such a cute little video and it made me so happy. Aw, like, yeah, I love their, all their little relationships together. They all have like a special bond together. And I just love that they make a priority to like let us fans in and let us kind of like see their lives and see these moments. So I think it's really special. We talk about this a lot with people in the States or artists or celebrities in the States. And they don't always let us in on those like private moments because so being a celebrity here is so, I don't know, it's in your face and they're always followed by paparazzi. So any chance that they get to have a moment to themselves, especially like a special moment, like a birthday or something like that, they always try to keep private with BTS. They always share these moments and they, they want, army and their fans to be involved in their lives and to be involved in their music and so they they share those moments rather than um than try to keep all those moments private yeah and yeah it just makes us feel that much closer to them which is appreciated and speaking of birthdays also as we shared in one of our previous episodes jimin's birthday was recently um it was in october and that goes into our next news item because he um his birthday post on V Live uh received more than 13 million views in record time. So Jim and breaking records. Yeah, so now um I checked my stats <laughs> beforehand. So it now has over 15 million views and it has 1.1 billion hearts. So those of you that don't have V Live, when um when you watch a video or when someone goes live, it's kind of like an Instagram live where there's a little heart uh and you can push, but on V Live it's actually the little uh the button you push is a finger heart like the guys make, which is super cute. Army can just sit there and press it and and like it. Jimin already held the record for the most hearts and for the most views. And I was looking in uh Jungkook also did a V Live not long before Jimin did, and it has half a million hearts. Jimin has double the hearts on his birthday V Live post, and the only records that Jimin can break are his own because he's the only one that's even close to his own records. And I just think that's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I know you can watch the videos multiple times, but to have over 15 million views. I can't comprehend it. Well, it's so crazy because to me, you know, you brought up V Live and it felt like this underground thing to me. Mm -hmm. And then when I finally went to go look at one of the live streams, I was like looking at the amount of views and I was like, oh my gosh, like 
I did not realize like just how many people are on this and watching this. So it's really crazy. And also Jim and breaking this record um, kind of helps to answer like a question I've just been personally curious about, which is like, I wonder who the most popular member is. Mm -hmm. And I know that's like really arbitrary and it doesn't even matter. Again, in other boy bands or groups, there usually is like one or two that like really stand out. But for me with BTS from the beginning, I'm just like, well, I don't really know because like all of them are amazing. And what I really love is that ARMY really supports all seven of them. We know that all seven of them make up the group and it would be so different without them. So you can't really like say that. But I'm still kind of just like as a person who's interested in like stats and stuff like that, just wondering like who is the person who is the most biased, you know, uh, around the world, I guess. And I know it could be different in different countries too, which is also very interesting to me. But something like this with Jimin and seeing these like different records on uh, Live and, you know, live stream attendance, I guess you can say, kind of helps to like sort some of that out. And it's like, oh, it could be Jimin. But, you know, obviously there's love for all the guys and we each have our own biases too. So <laughs> biases, you know. Yeah, it is. It's so cute. And that is really interesting because I know I've kind of brought this up, too, with following things on social media, um, different posts that I see of like, who is actually the most popular? Because that's the thing that's here in the States when there's a group. Erica always brings up in sync, but it's, <laughs> it's a really great it's a really great reference because there were like clear favorites in the group and there were guys that okay, they make up the group and they wouldn't have been the same without them, but they weren't the ones you would see post, you know, the magazine cutouts all over everyone's wall. Mm -hmm. There were certain ones and same with other groups. But with BTS, I really cannot tell. But yeah, so it's it's really crazy to, um, to think that there would maybe be a favorite. I think also what you said that it's probably different by country because everyone's personality is, is so different. And maybe people from different countries are drawn to like certain personalities. And um, that would be really cool to have a, who is the most biased in each, each country. Yeah. Like a map. I know that yeah. I kind of, when I watched the love yourself tour videos, I would kind of like see who would get the most cheers as, as much as I could um, in certain places. And obviously mm-hmm. you can't really tell because like, who knows, it could be that section of crowd. It might be different. You know, there's not, it's not scientific by any means, but right. like I would notice that it would be a little bit different. Like some crowds like Paris kind of like gravitated towards a different member versus mm-hmm. Berlin versus, you know, London right. or whatever. So I just find that really interesting. And I know that it was even articles that we were reading about uh, Queens, New York, like they loved Jimin, like right. they were out of their minds, nuts over him. <laughs> and anytime he came up on the screen it was like crazy so I don't I don't know I just find it really interesting but again I love them all me too and speaking of ones that we love which would be seven guys one of them (laughs) is named RM RM is just he's a wonderful human and he deserves all the praise in the world Mono, which was just released, that was his solo album that just came out. If you haven't gotten that yet, you should. It was released on October 23rd. He released it free for everyone, but you can also stream it on Spotify. You can buy it on iTunes. It was, I think, two to three days before, put out on Twitter that on October 22nd or October 23rd, he was putting out his mixtape. And then he puts his mixtape out, and on October 29th, he became the highest charting Korean solo artist on the Billboard 200 at number 26. 
So within a handful of days, all of this happened for him. And he had no PR. He had no publicity. He told us two to three days before it was coming out that it was coming out. And ARMY was awesome once again. And we helped him break records. What this article says, I really like it. It says, not a shabby addition to BTS's two number one albums this year. Love Yourself Tear and Love Yourself Answer both were number one albums this year. It says, Mono proves that a solo playlist doesn't need a Friday release to chart on the Billboard 200. And it says, like, the odds were against him. He still broke all these records. And it's crazy that ARMY can do that. And this is what I like about this fan base is that we support each one of them individually and we support them as a whole. And not a lot of groups or things or, or fan bases are like that. If you say, oh, you have a favorite or you have a bias or whatever, the fan base might get mad or other fan bases or say, oh, you should like the whole band. We do. We love the entire group, but we also support each of them as an individual as well because they're still individual people. They're not one collective person. They're each an individual person that brings their own unique talent to the table. We support that separately because it makes them better as a whole. It does. And so, yeah, I'm just excited. Like I said, with uh, BTS, I don't feel scared that like if someone's doing something solo, like it's all going to fall apart the way I have felt with other groups in the past. It's like, oh, great. Now here's the solo stuff. So, so long. Farewell. They've all done either songs or even, you know, albums and they've come back to the group and they all support it. So I support it, too. And we've discussed this, too, at length about how they're able to talk about, you know, more personal issues in terms of like as an individual, some of the things that they struggle with and that's really cool that we got to kind of see like where he's at right now um how much he's grown like individually since Mm -hmm. his like first one rm his first self-titled or self-nicknamed i guess (laughs) um (laughs) and also like we talked about this too but it's like very much like chill and very different from like the upbeat music that bts as a group is known for so Mm -hmm. it was it was it was really welcome and you know it's a really great I like to have it like in the background. Um, Me too. To just, to just relax and everything. So yeah, yeah. And that's kind of the opposite of like you're saying some of their more upbeat music. One of their songs that I really like is the Airplane Part Two. They just released, or they're about to release that and Fake Love in their Japanese Fake version. Love. They're doing a music video for Airplane Part Two. And I did want to mention this because I know on another episode, I had seen something on Instagram and I told you guys not to take this at heart, why Jimin had blue hair and people were saying it was for this music video. Well, we have a teaser trailer and Jimin does not have blue hair in the video. (laughs) Jungkook and V do have pink hair. So I don't know when this was filmed. It had to have been over the summer, maybe when they actually had their pink hair. Jimin does not have blue hair in the video. So I don't know who or why someone posted that. But that was not true. That said, the video looks so good. I do not know anything in Japanese. And I've learned to actually really like the Korean dialect. The, I'm going to watch this video as many times as possible. I really like their costumes they usually wear when they perform the song. They look kind of like pajamas, I guess. And they're really like flowy. And I don't know. I They just look very good. 
I was just gonna say they have like wet hair in the preview. And I'm, yes. I'm liking that look. I'm like, okay. Yes. So there was um when it first came out, there were all these Instagram posts it's like Jen with wet hair. Like we love Jen, but Jen can look awkward sometimes. And we notice this in a lot of their music videos that he's maybe not he's worldwide handsome and he is very he's very handsome. He's like a classic handsome, but most of the other guys have this more of this like raw sex appeal to me in my opinion <laughs> and Jen doesn't even though he is very like classically handsome but in this video yeah it's like the end of the video they all have wet hair my cookie looks good with some wet hair too but Jen Jen with wet hair I'm liking it in this video Jen found his look like there's something about a billowy pant um <laughs> a blonde a blonde look with a bl- you know with, with wet hair it's like keep this look Jen okay okay like okay RJ <laughs> that's the name of his plushie by the way but I am liking this look from Jen it's like a different side that we don't get to see too often from worldwide handsome I'm excited about it and it's like yeah it's like very Instagram filtery this uh teaser it's looking very 2018 very social media And I really like this song. It's a cute song. And also another reason we should have known that, um, not by seeing the preview, that it was before the whole blue hair thing is that Jungkook is actually up and dancing. Right. Uh, (laughs) So he would have been injured. So I guess this was sometime before the whirlwind of uh, craziness. But maybe they were doing their photo shoot for it. Maybe the cover of the album or something. But yeah, that'll be coming out soon. And that's exciting. I also find it so interesting, like, this whole international thing with BTS and them singing also in Japanese. Like, obviously, we also get little, like, English versions. Like, Mike Job has, like, three versions. It's, like, Korean, Japanese, and English, you know? Which is, like, a lot. <laughs> but it's also really cool that they're reaching out and doing this. But you you just wonder, like, I know it's a business decision. But, like, I wonder if, like, Japan is kind of very similar to America where it's, like, okay, no, we just want to hear music in Japanese. And so then they're like, okay, we can we can cater to you for that. So I don't know. Um, I'd like to know more about that. If any of you know anything about this, let us know. Yeah, that's an interesting point because I know V is fluent in Japanese and Jin speaks really good Japanese, but they're not all fluent in Japanese. Yeah, so it's really interesting how they do that and how they learn all these other and languages on, and and honestly like this just wouldn't happen in america i mean no besides the fact that we're like a type of culture that's like we're not going to learn other languages um in general again that's not on an individual basis but in general it's also like business wise yes i see mm-hmm. like you want to have a song that's going to be successful over there but at the same time i feel like people will be like we're not going to take the time to re-record this repackage it you know do a new video and all this stuff so like that's a lot of time and effort that i feel like from an american business standpoint you, you wouldn't do but then again that could be the privilege of like speaking english and having that be so invasive and right. or pervasive uh, across a lot of places that like it's not an issue that we really have to think about so it's just like really curious i i just find it very fascinating yes and uh the release date for that is november 7th so Ooh. keep an eye out for that and we'll link a video there's a handful of teasers so we'll find the best one and we'll link that so you can check out the teaser to that Speaking of music videos, 
once again, our boys are breaking records. They just had another one of their music videos past 300 million views on YouTube. And it was for the video Save Me, which has actually increased. It was originally released in 2016. It's increased in views because it's an, um, it's, sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I have to leave that in there because it was mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oops. Ringtone. So Save Me is increased in views because they have an answer to that song on their Love Yourself album um, for I'm Fine. So I think that's increased the views. Like people are watch, watch you know, the video more. So now that's past 300 million views on YouTube. And it joins the ranks of DNA... Fire. Ooh, I love me some fire. That's another one of my favorites. Dope, which I love. I love dope. <laughs> I love dope. I love the little shoulders. Like, they just all dance. And, like, dope is one of my all-time, I mean, all-time favorites. Like, these are the ones that are, fire and dope are very close to mic drop for me. And then blood, sweat, and tears. Um, or blood, sweat, and tear. <laughs> mic drop. I love. And I'm actually learning the dance of blood, sweat, and tears. And it's really hard and it's really fun and I've only learned one part of it that's the only choreography that I can find on YouTube so I gotta try to either find the other ones or have to learn from watching them which is way harder because I can't really slow it down and I'm not a choreographer so learning the steps is a little difficult for me I like that music video a lot too it's very artsy and different so yeah that's exactly what I was gonna say I was like it's artsy it's artsy. No, I agree. And fake love. Fake love. It's also different and artsy. My bias has a big part in that, and you can um, see things in that video. So Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> also a fun fact that came along with this is that DNA made BTS the first Korean band to have a music video with more than 500 million hits. They are breaking more records. It's so crazy that they're breaking all these records because I feel like I know we never have met them, but I feel like we have. And like they're just these kids from like our school that we used to hang out with or something. And then we know because I watch so many videos of them with Run BTS, watching variety shows that they're on. So I feel like I know them. And so then to hear and see that they're breaking all these records and they have all of these millions and millions of views and followers. And it's just, again, I can't comprehend it. It's really weird because like, yeah, there's this sense of familiarity with them. And I was watching some reaction videos on YouTube and there's this weird thing. I feel like there's been a shift in me. Like before I used to just like, you know, watch them. It's interesting. And like, oh, BTS, you know, whatever. And now I feel like a sense of like, I don't want to say ownership because I feel like that's a weird word, but it, like you're part of it. So now it's like you. So like they're reacting to you. Like you just feel so familiar. Like not, I know I'm not the one up there dancing or anything, but, or singing. <laughs> it's like more familiar. It's like, no, that's like my family or that's, you know, my friends. Those are like my guys. So it's not just, oh, right. this group. Now it's like, no, that's like a part of me. So when people are reacting, it's like, and they like it, it's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, like I did that, even though I had nothing to do with that. Right. Besides, you know, listening and being a part of, you know, their fan base. But yeah, <laughs> I just I actually felt that today. I was like, oh, that's like a shift. Like, I feel some sense of like, there's two sides. There's like the audience and it's them, right? And I feel like on more of the them side, like a part of the team, even though, again, I'm not really a part of the team. 
I really love that you said that because on uh, this platform that I found to watch uh, more K-dramas and more Korean variety shows and things, they do a sports themed like New Year's special for idols. And they've been doing it for a few years now. And BTS wasn't a part of it this past year, I don't believe. They have their episode from 2016. And I was watching it today and Jungkook, B, and Jin were on a team and they do, um, I can't pronounce it, but it's like a form of wrestling. Jungkook was so good. And I'm like, I'm watching it, like biting my fingernails. I'm like, this happened over two years ago. (laughs) And I'm sitting here like, no, go. Oh my gosh. V's so good. Oh, Jungkook. No. Oh, oh no. Don't hurt him. And like, I felt like I was there and like, I was part of their team too. And this happened two years ago. This isn't live. This isn't anything <laughs> like even like a month ago, this happened two years ago. And I felt the same way. Like I'm part of their team and like, I wanted them to win so badly. I wanted them to, them to succeed. Yeah. I, I feel the exact same way that I am part of the band, I guess, or part of the group <laughs> and, and I'm not. So speaking also of music videos, I was so excited because I love Halloween so much. I have so much Halloween stuff. I don't like horror stuff, but I like spooky stuff. And I was so looking forward to their Halloween dance practice. They've done it for the last four years. And they always have either funny costumes or scary costumes. They dress up and they do a dance to usually what they're most popular song is or the best dance at the moment and they posted on their YouTube and they didn't do it this year and I was so bummed and I know like I was on Instagram all day on the 31st like oh my gosh like what's the time difference between us and Korea are they going to put one out Um, because the other ones they don't always post it on the 31st they'll post it like a few days before so the past you know, three or four days. I've just been waiting and waiting and waiting and they didn't do one this year and I'm really bummed. But maybe I was thinking maybe they'll do like a Christmas special one or something. And I know they've dressed up for Christmas specials um, that they've had like in Korea. So maybe they'll do like, I don't know, maybe they'll do something else. I don't know. I was really disappointed and bummed that they didn't do um, a Halloween video as well. And I was like, kind of sad for you too because that was the very first video you ever saw of them (laughs) I know it was wasn't it that's how Molly was almost introduced like it they were the seven dwarves and I was like because I was watching it just out of curiosity it came up actually just in my recommendations for YouTube and I was really curious about it so I was like well let me just watch this real quick and then I was like do you know who BTS is and Molly's like no and I'm like (laughs) okay this is not the right video to start you off with. So yeah, I was I was hoping to to see a little something. It would be fun to see like a DNA, a fake love, um, or anything. I know a lot of people were wanting them to do Anpan Man and dress up as superheroes. And that would have been so good. Because I know I know Jungkook loves like the Avengers and um a handful of them have like Marvel characters and even like Japanese like anime characters and stuff that are kind of superhero-y. So that would have been really, really good. It would have, but maybe there's always, I guess, well, there isn't always next year because maybe they've just stopped doing it. But <laughs> I hope not. We'll just we'll just say there's always next year and hope hopefully that's not it, or they'll do something else special later, like I don't know. Because they always are doing silly stuff. But they do deserve a break. I mean, BTS, I'm sorry. I don't want you 
dress up and dance for me. That's not what I'm saying. We just love your funny videos and you deserve the break that you're on right now. So even though we're bummed, we'll get over it and we still love you. Yay. So I guess we're just going to have to do a Halloween video. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna it will be bag. scary. <laughs> It'll be scary and I'll wear a bag over my head. But um, did you see yeah. my bag? <laughs> <laughs> So if they stop, we'll start doing them and hopefully get their attention. And then they'll be like, oh, those two girls, like, they're so funny. Let's meet them. And uh, this is turning into fan fiction. <laughs> speaking, and speaking of fan fiction, before we get into the last story we want to cover, it's NaNoWriMo, which in the United States, but also internationally, people do it internationally. I mean, it's National Novel Writing Month, and it's a tradition so people from all over the world kind of gather and everybody tries to write a book in a month. So you have to write 50,000 words in a month. And so I kind of pulled Molly into doing this. And so we've started. And the reason I'm bringing it up is because we've decided to focus on doing uh, BTS centric stories this year. Um, I'm so, so excited. <laughs> So um, we'll probably be sharing a little bit about our process as we go through the month, just like a little tiny bit in our podcast. And if you're doing it or you're interested in doing it, we're going to leave links on our in our show notes so you can add us as writing buddies if that's something that you're doing. Or you can uh, try to follow along and see if we're able to meet our goals of 50,000 words. I actually have not even started yet. <laughs> I am uh, a little ahead of the game and I'm at almost like 2,500 words already. So, but I already had sadly a BTS fanfic in my head. So I don't know when you think of things in your head, it's a lot different, especially with fan fiction. Um, the only fan fiction I've ever really written were Harry Potter. It was for a magazine and it was more like an article type fan fiction. So it wasn't, it wasn't an entire story so when you think of these things in your head and then you put them on paper it might not turn out as well as you hope so that's been kind of my challenge it should be very interesting for real if you are doing it follow along and join us <laughs> so this last story that we're going to share with you today is actually something that's a little bit closer to molly's heart because it happened in her home state of texas so i'll let her explain it so when BTS was in Texas on their Love Yourself tour, I had just moved back to Texas and they were in Fort Worth, Texas for the geography geography lesson. Uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area is kind of all one big area, and it takes about 30 minutes to get to either one. Uh, Fort Worth is a little bit smaller than Dallas. It's still a big city, but Dallas is kind of the metro that most people know. And so BTS went, took a little trek over to Dallas and they went to an art gallery. And if any of you know V, then, you know, he loves art. He loves different obscure things. So what happened? They go into this art gallery. V ended up buying two pieces of art from an act, this actually up and coming artist. He's an older gentleman and he had been wanting to do art for a really long time and he had kind of dabbled in it, but he's finally like, you know what? I'm just going to do it and I'm going to get it in this gallery. And that's what he did. And this is his first art that he sold was to Kim Taehong of BTS. Like how cool is that? So V buys these, um, these two pieces of art and 
it gets out on the internet that this happened and army again steps up and starts buying more of this guy's artwork they just want to have a little piece of something that v had as well you know oh v likes this guy i'm gonna buy his artwork as well so that's really cool to me because he you know he lives in texas um my home state and i just thought that was really great of army to do but also one reason i love texas uh this guy he started getting all this attention and started selling these things and he wanted to give back and show his appreciation to army and to bts so he actually was giving some of his proceeds from his paintings including some he did some reproductions of the paintings that v bought uh he's giving some of those proceeds to bts's love myself unicef campaign so i just thought that was such a great story that bts is touching you know people's lives all over the world and v had no idea that this guy had probably had never sold a painting he just liked what he saw he bought them and he changed this guy's life. And then in turn, this guy can change somebody else's life by donating those proceeds to this campaign that um, that is so close to the hearts of BTS and to a lot of ARMY as well. Yeah, I just think it's so cool. And like, it's just amazing that like how one little small gesture from from BTS can change a person's life. And even them not doing anything directly can change a person's life. We're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, obviously, I'd love them to purchase our art. I don't have any, but um, <laughs> our fanfic. <laughs> yes, we um, we should open. What kind of gallery would we open? Um, it would be probably uh, repurposed <laughs> art. So, like. <laughs> images of bts and we can like paint over them or collage over them or something (laughs) oh i actually really like that idea i love to repurpose stuff so yeah um let's do that and when we open that we'll let you guys know when you can come visit look out for it (laughs) (laughs) starting all kinds of businesses over here (laughs) oh man i think that's pretty much all that we have yeah, we just we wanted to cover some things that have been going on the last couple of days and some little things that have been happening and um and talk about how we felt about them. So if you have been listening, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it. This is again super new to us and we are trying to improve every single episode and um trying to make this something worth listening to and something that you guys will keep keep coming back for. So thank you so much if you subscribed or if you've just listened to one episode. Um, We love you and we are so grateful for you to be in our lives. And hopefully one day um, we will meet. And I know we do have a few Army in Texas that have been listening. So if you're near the Dallas area, find me on Twitter or Instagram and let me know and Maybe we can meet up at some point and yeah. That's what I'm talking about. No, <laughs> I'm not in Texas, but sounds good. <laughs> well, you know what? Until next time, why say no when you can say B-T- B T. Yes.